welcome to the Bailey and Harding Ultrasound System. I am Anna Harding. And I'm Ali Bailey. We are out of the office. Well, you, you are out of the office. I still have to do all of the editing and the social media and stuff. You are out of the office, mm-hmm. Ali Bailey. You know what Where this are you? is like? Here, I'm in the Philippines. Oh, wonderful. Mm. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice here. I'm projecting, but it is nice. It's hot. It's warm. <laughs> it's not sunny, yeah. but it's warm. And, oh. um, yeah. And I'm spending my days looking at sea on a paddleboard, eating really good food, doing some stretching. Just a bit of stretching there and napping. Nice. Yeah. Sounds wonderful. I'm back here in the UK. It's freezing cold. We might have had some snow. This is the 16th of December, so probably had a little bit of a flurry at some point. I mean, look, it is kind of nice being in the UK at Christmas time because it's got, you've got it's cosy, isn't it? Mm. If you can choose to be cosy, it's cosy. I choose to be cosy, for sure. I love a bit of cosy. I reckon I'm going to be bored of this within three weeks, which is lucky because that's how long my holiday <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing cosy about a bikini, mate. No, there anyway. isn't anything cosy about it, apart from the fact it's tight. <laughs> By that point, I would have been eating a lot of coconuts. Oh, love Good it. Facts, so, everyone. What we've done, guys, is we've compiled a load of correspondence and stories and get in the bins and all the rest of the stuff that didn't fit in the regular weekly updates. And then we've smushed it all together to make a bit of a mismatchy episode for your listening pleasure so that you don't miss out on getting your little Bailey and Harding ultrasound system fix. Yeah, we've um, we've basically got all the bits of the bin. We've got the bin. We've emptied yeah. the scraps onto the floor. You know yeah. when you take the bag out of the bin, right? Yeah. And it splits. And a few oh. bits fall on the floor. Bits yeah. like peel, always a tea bag. Um, yeah. Oh, no, but... I compost those. Do you? I don't have yeah. that. In Yorkshire, we don't have the composting yet. We don't have it. They don't they don't demand it. But so use your tea bag and then bin juice. Bin juice. Bin juice. Yeah. A really lovely smell of bin juice. That's basically what this podcast is made of. Scraps. Yeah. Enjoy. Right. Should we get stuck in? Yeah, let's do it. I've got a correspondence. We've had a, a little link tree submission. Love a link tree. Oh, I love a link tree. Um they have stayed anonymous. Oh. Their email address is .ca. Is that Canada? Or ca- is it Canada or California? It might be Canada, well, no, actually. I think California is just .com, isn't it? Like America. I don't think. I don't <laughs> think each state has its own email address. Okay, so this is a, a Canadian. I'm not going to do an accent because it's Canada. It's Canada. It's Australian. It's Canada. Okay, this might be an, another can of worms. I'm not sure. I went for a hike this weekend. And when our group made it to the summit, we were told by another group to stop talking as it was ruining their experience. (laughs) I'm sorry, fellow human. Your experience is not worth more than mine. And I think your opinion needs to get in the bin. (laughs) Me and Anna have been told this to stop talking on this podcast because it's ruining people's experience. Have we? Oh, I was like, what happened? excuse me can you stop talking because you're ruining right, can you imagine getting to the summit right let's t- let's think of like snowden which we're not allowed to call it anymore eerie summit mm-hmm. of eerie right N- there's signs everywhere that says quiet zone <laughs> <laughs> no one can you imagine being at the top of that summit with the millions of people that now go up it every day 
and not a single and not oh. a single person's allowed to talk. It's literally like a library. It'd be so weird. <laughs> I would like it. I would love it. I would love it. But were but you on this hike? I... Were you were you telling these people to stop? No, talking? no, I wasn't. And I was we both are both chatters, right? We what? We're both of us both, both chatters. chatters. Yeah, yeah. chat. We're chat not not <laughs> shatters, chatters. And uh and the thing about the thing about hills and mountains is that um it carries. Like the chat carries. So you can think that you'll have me and Kirsty do this all the time. And the worst thing about me and Kirsty is we like a bitch and we go on these like 40 mile runs, like organized ones, and we have a bitch about mainly influencers, I'll be honest with you. And we don't realize that there's loads of people around us who could be friends with these mm. people. We just don't know. We just don't know. And I've been on mountains before with, with mountain leaders and with safety people, like just, you know, wrecking or whatever. And they've been sat at the top. They've been like, we could hear you coming for ages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, it yeah, travels. It does. it does. Hilarious. So it depends what, I suppose it depends what you're talking about, but I do like this. Were they just, with that other group in silence? Are they marching up in I know, silence? I don't, on you silent can't, tree? you cannot tell another group of strangers <laughs> to please stop talking because you're ruining their experience. But what about if they had a boombox and they're playing music? Oh, no, don't. I don't want to talk about that. So what's the difference? So what's uh... the difference? I was once trapped on a I was once trapped on a flight. Me and Lorna were trapped on a flight from Lanzarote, our own fault for going to Lanzarote. We had a, and behind us we had a bunch of women who spent the entire flight back reliving their nights out on their phone videos with no, no. headphones like two and a half no. hours being like so they they were screaming at them screaming in videos on their phone for the whole flight i mean it was like double bubble like people that do that though like i um i was sat next to a woman watching a full-on film on the train on the way to work the other morning and i was just like with no headphones and i just think when did that become acceptable when did that become a thing I don't, I don't know. know, but can it not be a thing anymore? Because that's really annoying. It is really annoying. Am I as bad as these people uh, that told the other people to shush on their hike? Well, that's the thing. At what point, there's so many questions here. Like, at what point, if you have a little radio and you're playing little songs, and like, are they like, and then is that annoying? Is that, is are you allowed sometimes to turn the radio off? Turn your voice off and turn mm. the radio off. What's the difference, know. you see? So, I don't mm. know. I like it though. Good correspondence from Canada. Correspondent. Anna, have you ever been shushed by anyone in public? No, I don't think I have. I remember there was oh, do you remember Maths Australia? Yes. How could I forget? Was it um it was um Claire and Jesse. This is very niche if you didn't watch it. Watch We're it. talking about married at first sight Australia here, guys. The when season. they went on their honeymoon. Jessie shushed Claire at the airport and I was really, like, upset for her. I just think it's the rudest thing. Were you cross? Yeah, I was really cross. I love it when you send me a message saying you're cross. Anna uses the word cross a lot and I'm like, oh, I love that. I'll just start using that word. She's not like I'm fucking fuming. I'm cross. And I'm like, that's really worse cross. than fucking fuming. Really cross. Um, I was listening to the radio the other day and there was a uh, thing on the radio about people that have been shushed by celebrities and it was absolutely amazing it was on radio too what One do you mean the... shushed by celebrities so like they've been doing something and then the per- and then someone had shushed them and then they'd suddenly realize that person that shushed them was someone famous and my favorite one involved a little boy he wasn't little he was a grown adult man but he'd never forgotten this and he had been in the park like and he had been making a lot of noise and there was some ducks and 
there was someone trying to feed the ducks or look at the ducks and, the, yeah. and he was like being a kid and suddenly the person went stop making the noise around the ducks you're going to frighten them and it was bill oddy no bill oddy shushed him what? yeah i love it and there's a few That's other of those as well i don't think i've ever been shushed by a celebrity i've been shushed by a lot of people though in my in my time i think that maybe that's something that i should take on on you know take on take on shush ali shush the only ever, the only like rude celebrity experience I ever had was that Lily Allen called me a snob on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter, yeah. what were you being snobby about? I wasn't. I was defending a journalist friend, who we were both reporting on the Ralph Moat gun rampage in the northeast. And oh, that's he, that's a flashback. Yeah, twenty ten that was. He said something. She called him a snob, so I dived in to defend him on Twitter, and she called me a snob too. Brilliant. I love it. Uh, I got told to fuck off by John Lydon from Sex Pistols. Oh, what did you do? I asked for a selfie or an autograph or something of that nature. He told me to fuck off. And I'm like, that's actually with the reaction I was kind of hoping for. And I'm <laughs> kind of thrilled with it. Because not a lot of people could say they'd be told to fuck off by a Sex Pistol, right? Uh, so that was great. I've got loads of celebrity stories like that. But they're kind of like, since I've got sober, they seep back in. And sometimes I have a horrible flashback. Like the time that I had sex with someone because they said that they were in the bravery. But it turned out they weren't in the bravery. They were just a random person. Oh, Ali. Anyway. It's all in the book, guys. Pre-order now. Um, we've had an anonymous message. Oh, yes. I love it. It's not at a race. But this is the tale. Uh, this man ruined the training block for me and the race it was for. I had signed up for a second go at our local tough trail marathon and had just started training when we met. He was a fitness professional and told me he would help me with my training. After a couple of weeks, he decided to tra- sign up for the marathon as well so he could run it with me. Oh. All in the name of helping me get a PB. Every time I had a run planned, he'd be late. We'd run out of daylight, cut the run short, or we wouldn't have eaten all day, cut the run short. If I went for a run without him, toys out the pram. Then on race day, he pushed me to go faster than I wanted to for the first half. I felt like shit, ate too much, had to dive into a bush for a poo emoji. But then at four miles from the end, I felt great and wanted to go. But he was crashing and insisted that I stay with him because he would never have left me. So I did. The finish line photo showed me literally carrying him over. I know you've discussed this topic on the podcast, but what about this scenario? We hadn't discussed what we would do, but I still feel it was unfair. It can all get in the bin. Anyway, marriage proposal. It happened on Valentine's Day in a hot spring in Iceland in front of around 30 people who were on a coach tour with us. He had the ring in his swimming shorts. Friend asked me later why I said yes, as she knew I didn't want to. But how do you say no in a situation like that? And this is exactly why it was done like that. So a few weeks later, he decided to move out of our house whilst telling me it was my job to still organise our wedding because he couldn't afford to live with me anymore. So, yeah. Did not marry. Needless to say, after a couple of years of gaslighting and coercive bullshit, I'd had enough. Thanks for the brilliant podcast. Genuinely think you are both the best. Can I ask a question? 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 Was the person that asked for the marriage the same person that was the guy who who was on the race? Police that was. After that, they entered a relationship and he was like, I'll never leave. I'll never leave you like you tried to leave me. Yeah. Um absolutely brilliant what a roller coaster of a bit of correspondence that was i know 
very very roller coastery and the answer to how do you say no when someone yeah. asks if you'll marry them is you basically get your mouth and you form the word no <laughs> and you say no because no. you're allowed to say no I know, but isn't it so awful putting people in that position in public of like where you feel the pressure that you have to say yes? I mean, 100% yeah. Yeah. But But you just say no. I know, I know. I just don't think, I just don't think it's as easy as that. All right, moving swiftly on. Next correspondence, bam. Gemma. Gemma writes. Yeah. Hello, ladies. She writes this in the podcast Instagram which I'm now going into because I'm in my own Instagram. Gemma did the Autumn 100. She is a friend of mine. She's a friend of the pod. She has the best hair of any podcast listener, bar none, because it looks like David Bowie's in Labyrinth. Okay. She says, hello, beautiful ladies. She's allowed to call us that because she's friends with us. Yeah. Hello, beautiful ladies. I have a get in the bin from the weekend. Yeah. During the race, I was running with two very nice men and we've been having quite a laugh. Then out of the blue, one of them says, well, you're obviously not married. I question- yeah, I questioned why what? he thought that, and he responded, "Well, you wouldn't have the time to be here if you were." What? Oh, I knew what? you're going to explode. This fire coming out of her ears. Yes. Gemma, Gemma continues. I replied, "Are you married?" And he said, "Yes." And I said, "So how are you finding the time to be here then?" She hasn't got hasn't got a reply here. Well done. Well, she says, "Why? Why just because I'm a woman? If I was married, <laughs> would I be unable to run distance events?" Shrug emoji. I'm not married as it happens. However, I do have a long-term partner and I know lots of badass ultra ladies who are married. Everyday sexism, get in the bin, please. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I said to her, could you accidentally fall back into a portal and go back to 1930? I just, I can't figure it out. What? You're obviously not married then. <sighs> but has he got a point? Are you married, Anna? No. I'm not either. So that means that because oh, when you get married, I don't know if you know this, when you get married, at, after you leave the altar, you go into a room at the back and sign a book. And while you're signing it, they go under the table and they attach a ball and chain to your leg. <laughs> <laughs> that ball and chain keeps you in the kitchen to yeah. stop you going out anywhere. So, However. I, yeah. So it's easy to know It's easy to know if people aren't married. Previous contributor to the podcast, Holly Rush Stables, is married and is a very, very good runner. She does strength training though, so she can hold the ball and chain as she runs the <laughs> she, she uses the ball and chain for her goblet squats. That's why she's so fucking good. We need to get married. We need to get ball and chain. <laughs> Do you think they thought they were being funny? I don't know. It just doesn't make sense though. Like, I, I just, I'm lost for words because I can't figure out what on earth they thought well, that would that means um i from experience of coaching and you might have the same experience i have never ever had a a man actually twice i have that's a lie so a man says to me i can't because of the kids that i've got to do the kids and i can't Uh, train train because the kids the mummy guilt i get and i'll call it mummy guilt because that's the phrase a lot of people use i think it's a horrible phrase but uh is huge so there's so much i get of i don't want i can't be away from the kids for that long so can you make my training run slightly shorter I get a lot yeah. of that from women. I don't yeah. get it that as much from men. From men. Um, no. And I think, obviously, all the work you've done with She Races, I'm sure that you've done uh, a lot of questionnaires and stuff on this. So I, don't, so I don't know if you have a similar experience of it, but I think it is a very big contributor to the fact that the start lines aren't equal. Yeah, of course. Because um, it's, it's not just going to the race. 
it's doing the yeah. training as well. Yeah. But it's not about being mar- married. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's, it's more about... What a thing a... to say. As a, you're obviously not married. Oh, God. Sorry. There's a couple of I'm things just... on this that are interesting. Uh, it is... I'd, we'd like to think in 2023 slash 2024 that maybe it's sending, but it's actually not. Uh, and my one of my friends recently mm. told me that she was at a race that made a massive fuss. This race company made a massive fuss about the fact that, oh, we're doing all this stuff for women. We've got tampons in the toilets. Yay. And they were like, you know, we're being fair with this, that, and the other. Anyway, she came second at this race, right? And nice. uh, she didn't realise she'd come second, but she realised afterwards she'd come second because she didn't get given anything or like no one said anything. And when at closer inspection, she realised that for the men, they got a first place trophy and this and then second and third were getting a certificate but for the women it was a first place trophy and that was it so it wasn't even a certificate and i can't work it out hang on you cut out there they it was a first place certificate what so for men the men there was a first place prize and then second and third both got a certificate yeah for the women women it was a first place prize and that was it no second or third place certificate. Now, a certificate Why? is just a bit of paper, isn't it? Like a certificate. <laughs> they give you, they give everyone that finishes the um, Berlin Marathon a certificate. Mm. Well, they don't give people that finish this race a certificate. They give them. If they men- came second they do, or they're third. Man. Yeah, they have second or third. They're a man. If they've got a penis, they get a certificate. But not if they're a woman. And oh, she's God. racist with them, and they've come back with all this weird. I'm sure we're going into some detail in some other potty, but this. All this weird stuff about, oh, uh, well, they actually said sometimes we don't have enough that many women entering our races. So if we gave a trophy to everybody that came first, second, third, everyone would get a trophy. And it's like, so? Do you want to know so what, what the, do you want to know what the race organiser said? Because I've got the yeah, email. Yeah, go on then. I can understand your comment to explain our policy is here. That's like such a um, passive aggressive thing to do as well, by the way. Sorry you feel that way. Our yeah, policy here's- is here. Here's a link. Why don't you read up before you start getting your tits in a twist? Can you read? You okay, yeah. love? Yeah. It is It is not about inequality between men and women. So it's not what you think it is. This is not like what it actually is. Everything mm. you see, everything you see, everything is different, everything. And you're under. Yeah. Like, it's like when I got gaslit by that other race company yeah. where it's like, we don't have loads of pictures of men on our website. You just mm. think we do. What's that I can smell? Is it gas? It really smells like gas. <laughs> Um, it's not about inequality between men and women. It's to do with the number of entries. It means we could equally have more trophies for women than men if the numbers dictate. Ali's going to explode. <laughs> it's a bit of paper. <laughs> the problem we are trying to overcome, right? This is the funniest bit because it's like, this is the problem that we're trying to overcome is that we don't have enough women entering our races. But the reason why we don't have women entering our races is because when people like you come second in our races and you're not happy with your treatment because it's unequal to men, you're not going to want to come back and do our races. That's why women don't want to do our races. Then anyway. you tell your friend Ali, who fucking tells the entire nation on a podcast. <laughs> um, the problem we're trying to overcome is where if only three people enter, everyone would get a trophy. We used to award slates for every category, but in the above example, we have had it so that no one finished in the category. So we've had to throw away the slates as they cannot be reused. So if we don't get enough entries, we award a framed certificate as we are trying to avoid waste. There is no one policy that will work for everyone and we're constantly reassessing our policy. We do offer the option for anyone to have a personalized slate wherever runners finish. 
Hope that explains it. And it can be the other way round. What? <laughs> and you're back in the room. <laughs> One. Make your trophies evergreen. Don't put a date on them. Just put yeah. winner, race name. That's it. Right? That's it. Just make them evergreen. Number two, certificate. The men, two and three, have got a certificate. The women, two and three, don't have a certificate. And you've it's just said the certificate, so you can just make the certificate. Why haven't you made the certificate? Should I say certificate again? Very confused. <laughs> Uh, I do you know what I really feel for your friend as well because this person has never managed a podium at the end of a race before and and reckon she probably won't do it again either so like this means so much to her Mm -hmm. and to a race director say this person's got like loads of events that they do like it's just like transactional to them but actually like it's got a huge meaning to this person this is sexist it is sexist. It's absolutely blatantly sexist. That's all there is to it. Like, there's no other way of doing it. And what's quite interesting, when I was out with my friend the other day, Damien Hawklanger, uh, uh, when I was out with him, we were running along and he said he'd listen to his podcast. And you know, when I talked about those guys in Scarborough on the Hardmores race, yeah, yeah. he was like, you know, all right, darling, oh, it was really horrible. He was yeah. like, I never, I've never thought that men would behave like that of women who run and I'm like yeah. well you live in a nice little bubble don't you <laughs> yeah because you obviously would never see that behavior because he's really far up the front but also he just is like I don't want he's to a man. live in yeah I don't want to live in a world where that happens I'm like well it does happen and yeah. it's happening in front of everybody sexism is happening in front of everybody all the time so for yeah. tw- 2024 runners riders and podcasts can we you be a little bit bit a little everyone, bit less just be a little bit more aware and maybe our male brethren could call this stuff out when they see it because if they're calling it out and we're calling it out the world will be a better place and this leads me really nicely onto a dm that i got from our friend of the pod nikki new oh nikki new love you nikki new love you nikki new so i got a really nice message from him that said um so um he said, uh, uh, loving the Ultrapod, in your opinion, is this male weighted in terms of representation or am I seeing things? And it was a link to a uh, race. Mm-hmm. And he said, I think I know the answer. Because when I read that and I was like, if you're having to ask me, Nick, you probably know the answer to this. But mm-hmm. then I got to the rest of the message and it was like, I think I know the answer. And I was thinking of emailing politely to point it out, but I'm not sure how to phrase it so that I don't cause upset. Any ideas or, op- or opinions appreciated? So I was like, yes, indeed it is. There is one picture of a woman on that website. Do women even run this race? Here's what I sent to the race that I had the same issue with. And I copied and pasted my response in case it was of use. And I said, it's not going to massively help you because the thing was, this was about I had signed up to the race and it makes me think that I'm not welcome and people like me aren't welcome. So in Nick's scenario, being a man, it's not the most useful of of replies because he can't just copy and paste it. Um. And and I said, but hopefully it'll give you an idea of how to phrase it. Now, I'm I'm sure Nick won't mind me mentioning this, but initially he said I might send it on my wife's behalf. So like copy and paste your thing and send it on my wife's behalf. Mm. He quickly did a little U-turn and said, or maybe I will send it from my perspective, actually. A hundred percent. 
And I said, please send it as you, as a male ally of women, so that it shows that it's not just women or whinging. Mm-hmm. because that really helps us and like you've spotted it and as an ally to women and calling these things out you are just as entitled as us to see when things aren't right and to tell people when they're not right um so he said yeah exactly that and I said thanks for helping us fight the good fight so yes men listening because I know we do have some men listening um if you do see something if you see something that's not right see it say it thought it Bit it, say it, thought it, bin it, sniff it. Catch it, bin it, kill it. Catch it. Don't do that. Don't kill most directors. Don't catch them. Bin yeah. them and kill them. We haven't got to that stage yet. Um, we're not, not yet. vigilantes yet. Not but, yet. Um, but yeah, I really would. I think that's really, really important. And I think it's mm. like, it's not, you know, I think some some of the men, some men of the male persuasion worry that it's going to be like mansplaining or worry that it's like out of their bucket or whatever and if you feel like it's out of your bucket ask somebody ask ask yeah. and say look I, sense I feel check like it, this like, yeah sense check it yeah. we like the more questions you ask the better it'll be the more communication like you have clear communication between the two sexes I think actually life will be like it's so much easier but yeah I just think that there is so many surprising things and it is really you know honestly even when you think about having even when you think about running an ultra having a period imagine a man can't get his head around that he yeah. can't get his head around it. So it's, it, of course, it's difficult, but let's all do this together. Let's try and make 2024 the year that we all like really call this stuff out together and be like, this is not cool. Let's fucking try and go for the equality, at least on the podium stuff as well. Absolutely. Hey, I tell you what, all of that stuff, all that sexist bullshit for 2024, we can put in the bin. Yeah, bin it. Bin it. Should, we hear, should we hear what our other, what our lovely listeners want to put in the bin as well? Yeah. We've got some get in the bins from them. My name's Pip and my get in the bin is being, am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Fucking injured. And I've gone really authentic and I've injured my knee just to, you know, to be authentic. Still running though? Yeah. Beautiful. Yep. My name is Hayley. My get in the bin today is Garmin times and Strava times not matching up. So Garmin always says that you hit it spot on and then you put it on Strava and it's less. Unbelievable. Hi, my name's Miriam, and my get in the bin is bad race event management. Anything in particular? Uh, well, there was one race I went to where there was no toilets at the beginning because they forgot to deliver the, the um, port loose uh, Another one where there was no information whatsoever about where to collect your race number. Uh, another one where the start line was about a mile from the parking. Uh, yeah, there's a few things. Just general bad event management. Yeah. Get in the bin. And those were little segments we got from people at our meetup, our Big Bear meetup, a little bit earlier in the year. That was good, wasn't it? That was really good. Should we do um, one in twenty twenty four? I think we should do a few. I think we should do a yeah. couple. So yeah. uh, this is a bit of a, a bit of a poddy exclusive. See if anyone's listening. Let's see if anyone's actually listening to this out of office. Um, lovely Nikki Griffin has um, offered us a discount on the greatest trail race that the Lakes has to offer. One of them, because there's a few, but this one, the Grand Tour Escador. It's Grand Tour Escador is 40 odd miles, 40, I want to say 48, but I think it's actually supposed to be 44, but it is quite okay. long. It's got 7,000 foot of that in one in one hit, because it's straight up Skidor and down again, and it is in August, August the 28th. So we will put a little um, bit about this in the uh, Instagram group in the new year, that will happen in the new year, and Nikki's offered us a 15% discount. So that will oh. be one of the meetups for the podcast. I'll be there with the ultrasound system and i'm hoping you'll join me anna i haven't actually asked you it's a surprise um 
there's talk of maybe announcing the runners as they come across the line and wow having, oh, and having a sound that. system you could do that and I having the sound that. system there like because uh, it's like camping and there's like it's great it's such a great weekend really good um nice lakes ultra for beginners because there's good cutoffs and the everyone's really really nice so i don't know if i'm doing dragons back yet next year but i'll definitely be at uh grand Torscador and we'll put all those details into the instagram group in the new year nice that's amazing that's really kind of nikki griffin 15 percent discount you say yeah and also the other thing about wow. this race right you can do it on your own or you can do it in pairs so you can pair up with your mate and oh, run it together wow. and there's separate prizes for for, for individual finishes and pairs so if you want to train together if podcasts want to train together and run the race together they can Cute. that's so cool i love that i mm. love that um so speaking of races and things like that it's probably about time that we did have a little update from the podcast pet from our dean because he's deep into training now um so, yeah, I basically just asked him to send us a voice note and um, we're going to insert it here. We don't know what it says yet, so uh, let's have a listen. Hi there, you two. Right, podcast pet update. Everything has been going relatively quite smoothly. I've been making sure I'm getting all of my runs in and all of my strength training as well. With the runs, I'm making sure I'm getting out regardless of the weather, onto the roads, onto the trails, and embracing all of the elements <laughs> and all of the nature. Um, with the strength training, it definitely still feels very much out of my comfort zone. However, I do think every time I go into the gym, I'm getting just a little bit, little bit more confident with what I'm doing and trying to enjoy it as much as I can. So thank you, Anna, for the encouragement there. But yes, it's been going relatively quite well. Um, it's the middle of December, which means getting out and going to go and do things. Um, all of the runs and all the strength is getting a little bit more tougher to try to fit everything in. But I'm just making sure that I am prepared. I've got a plan every week. Um, I'm working around all of the December commitments and all of the December work things. I'm a retail manager, so December's always manic for me. So it's making sure I'm doing everything that I can keep going um but yeah so far so good the great news about today is that i hit a 5k pb i didn't really intend when i woke up this morning to go and do a, a fast 5k run but i did <laughs> because my friend did and i felt a little bit jealous that i haven't done one in a while so i went for it and i managed to knock an entire minute off of my off of my time um which means that something is working. <laughs> the last time I did a 5k PB, it was in the middle of the year this year, and I was a little bit lower in weight. It was a it was a warm day, and um, I felt really good about myself. And at the minute, I'm a little bit up in my weight, but I'm feeling stronger. I've got a lot more mileage under my belt and in my legs. Um, so yeah, really, 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 really happy that I did that today. So yeah, so far so good. So thank you, you two. I'm really, really, really grateful. The community on Instagram that I've managed to garner since joining you two has been so wonderful and so sweet and so encouraging. So I really can't moan about anything at all. So thanks, you two. Should we do a reaction to it, even though we don't know what you said? <laughs> wow. That's... Dean. Are you okay? oh, I think he's going to be okay, though. But really... <laughs> 
I think he should size up in those pants if that's what's happening because it doesn't sound like they're very comfortable to me. And when I said you sex lube, I didn't mean it like that. So <laughs> you just DM me and we can have a private chat about that. God, love him. I'm really excited for Dean. So, um, yeah, when's the race? When's he doing London to Brighton? May. May? It's the end of May, yeah. Okay. So um, there's a few people doing it, actually. There's a few podcasts doing it. Um, so uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great weekend. It always is a good weekend. So as we get closer towards that, we'll, we'll organise some cheer, cheer spots. It's a good place, actually, to go and cheer because, you know, London's quite easy to get to, Brighton's quite easy to get to, and all the bits in between are quite accessible. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no doubt we will have some meetups there and I'll I'll pull together a couple of little crews, little support crews and we can change his wheels like they do in Formula One. Oh, cute. I had to change <laughs> someone's wheels like that in um, New York at the New York Marathon. He came over and gave his wife a big kiss and then all of a sudden the shoes were coming off. There was Vaseline going down the shoes and socks were off. All sorts. I was like opening the shoes up to get them back on. Yeah. Wow, was, like, I love it. You're changing his wheels. Brilliant. I changed his wheels. It's great. <laughs> hey, so... um. That's all there is. That's all you've got, guys. There wasn't that much on the cutting room floor, was there? Not too much. Uh, not too much. Not too much. Basically, it's just when we waffle and completely lose track of time that, um, yeah, just cut a little bit, cut little bits here and there. So that's your lot for this week. That was episode 29. And next week, it's our Christmas year in review episode. We're going to do a review. We're going to do a performance review on all of you. Hang on. Do I have to do one on you? I'd love it if you did a performance review on me. I'm and not going to do, do one, one on me. No, I, I mean, if I do one, I'm too scared to do one on you. I just will say really nice things to you. I left one of my last jobs because the performance review was all really negative. Did you? <laughs> I don't think they should be negative. They should be uh, constructive criticism, shouldn't they? They should be. They should be. But when mm. they're not, it doesn't really work, does it? No, no. no. We, we will performance mm. review the pod and we'll performance review all of this. I and mean, we might performance review each other. <laughs> There'll be some jingle bells jingling. Yeah, the, yeah, it's like it's like polishing a turd, isn't it? Just put some jingle bells on it and make it a bit Christmassy. Even I am putting aside my beef with Christmas to have a Christmassy pod. So, yeah, amazing. Well, did you say Christmas Eve pod? Christmassy, oh, but it, it could it's, be Christmas it's, Eve. It's Christmas Eve Eve pod. Christmas it depends Eve. if Spotify actually publishes it on the right day. Mm, well, Who knows? Mm, Who knows? We'll see. Catch you for that. I love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.